Shio everyone, it's Shiashi here, and I know our regular full episodes are released bi-weekly, but Maggie, Osh, and I came to a decision while we were doing our research that we wanted to start dropping mini-episodes in between the regular ones, and our reason for this is simple, and it's incredibly frustrating. As we came across name after name, we began to realize that news articles and reports only give us snippets of who these people are. If anything, the stories of missing and murdered indigenous women, girls, and men are given a one to two sentence byline, and that's it. We knew that even though the content for a lot of these cases were little to non-existent, they are stories that still need to be told. So here we are. Today, I'll be taking you to the Menominee Indian Reservation in Wisconsin, where a simple Google search for one person unraveled a bigger mystery that has plagued this small tribe for decades. So like all the other stories we have covered so far, this story is a tragic one. It's tragic because it's another story of an indigenous woman gone too soon, and it highlights what our struggle has been up to this point in gathering information. Bear with me because I know you will have a lot of questions. And to be honest, I still have a lot of questions. But it took multiple articles to piece together what little I could. But first, in keeping with tradition here at We Are Resilient, I wanted to give you a brief breakdown of the tribe that I'm about to mention. The Menominee Indian Tribe of Wisconsin is a tribe with a little over 8,500 members. On their official website, which I'll link in the show notes, says that the creation of this tribe began at the Menominee River, 60 miles east of the present Menominee Indian Reservation. Historically, the Menominee tribe occupied a vast territory of land, over 10 million acres to be exact, of what is now Wisconsin and Upper Michigan. Caitlin Letitia Kelly was a member of the Menominee Indian tribe. She was born on December 18, 1997, and was only 22 years old when she went missing. She was the daughter of Daniel A. Webster Jr. and Michelle Kelly in Shawano. Shawano is located 40 miles west of the Green Bay area in northeastern Wisconsin. Caitlin graduated from the Menominee High School and had worked for North Star and Menominee Casino. She enjoyed swimming, camping, and spending time with her family. Caitlin was also a mother to a small infant at the time of her disappearance. She was last spotted around 11 p.m. on June 16th and 3 a.m. the following morning on June 17th, possibly receiving a ride from an unknown individual from the Menominee Indian Reservation to her apartment in Shawano. Caitlin was reported missing by her mother, Michelle, on June 18th after her mother became concerned when she hadn't heard from her in two days, stating that she was worried because it was not a typical pattern for Caitlin to be gone for that long, again citing that Caitlin had an infant son at home. Caitlin was described as 5'2", 140 pounds, with brown eyes and brown hair. She was last seen wearing a gray t-shirt, a black swimsuit-type top, blue jean shorts, and black flip-flops. Following the police report, Michelle and other family members spent months posting flyers around northeast Wisconsin and pleading with the public for help in finding Caitlin. Tribal police and other police departments said they conducted extensive searches for her in the area where she had last been seen in the days following her disappearance. There was even a $5,000 reward for any information leading to Caitlin being found. It wasn't until March 17, 2021, just this year, human remains were found on the Menominee Indian Reservation and were later confirmed through an autopsy to be Caitlin's. To this day, police have still not announced the manner of Caitlin's death, whether it is confirmed to be a homicide or where exactly on the reservation her remains were located. 
Now, as I began to dig and dig for more information, trying to piece together anything I could regarding Caitlin's story, I found that her story isn't the only one on this reservation. On October 15, 1986, 18-year-old Ray Elaine Tortillet would disappear after leaving a birthday party in Kashina. For reference, Kashina to Shano is about a 10-minute drive. Reports would say that she got a ride from two men who had dropped her off near an overlook, and that would be the last anyone would see her alive. Her body was discovered six months later on April 9, 1987, in a wooded area where she was last seen. Her case remains unsolved to this day, and no arrests have been made in connection with her murder. Lisa Ninnam was also reported missing in 1980, and as frustrating as it was, the only information I could find on her is that authorities are still following up on leads. Now, I cannot talk about these cases for the Menominee tribe without mentioning our indigenous brothers, because as much as we highlight our stolen sisters, we do have brothers that go missing as well. On the afternoon of June 4, 2017, 25-year-old Robert Lyons left his home on the Menominee Indian Reservation on a red and white ATV wearing only shorts and shoes. Five days later, his ATV was found with a cell phone left behind, and Robert has not been seen since. For reference, guys, it only took eight days for authorities to find the body of Gabby Petito. Now, I've said it before, and it's still true that what happened to Gabby is tragic. It's tragic. It's awful. It's unfair. But so is what happened to Ray Elaine, to Lisa, to Robert, and Caitlin, and Courtney, and Selena, and Henny, and Savannah, and countless others. These are people whose lives meant something. Unresolved cases deserve justice, and their families deserve closure. They deserve the same energy that Gabby got. And it's scary, guys. It's scary that these stories are still happening at such a rapid pace, that we keep losing our indigenous brothers and sisters. And it's frustrating when all I can find is article updates that are barely a paragraph or too long. It's frustrating that we have so many stories of indigenous people going missing without a trace. If you follow us on social media, you know by now that Maggie, Osh, and I are three indigenous women frustrated by the lack of coverage and concern regarding our stolen sisters. When we say, say their name, it isn't just to have a fancy catchphrase. We honestly want you to say their names. Google who they are. Normalize indigenous people. Normalize indigenous women. We walk this delicate balance between wanting to live our best indigenous lives and trying not to be a statistic that says the third leading cause of death for us is murder. Help us bring awareness and let's stop this now. If you have any information regarding any of the cases I just mentioned, please call the Menominee Tribal Police at 715-799-3881. We hope you keep listening. We hope that you spread the word and we hope for change because none of this is okay. We'll be back with a full episode on December 13th. In the meantime, be sure to like, follow, and subscribe. We are on Facebook and Instagram at We Are Resilient Podcast. Email us case suggestions or inquiries at weareresilientpod at gmail.com or visit us at www.war-podcast.com. Shkate.